Hello, I am Victor Young, the Daily Life Coach. Welcome and thank you for joining me today. Today's episode is brought to you by Human Technology Solutions, where technology meets lifestyle. Look for the Dream Boss Virtual Manager app in 2017 on Apple and Android. It's time to get down to business. Today's episode is titled, How to Manage Being Loyal to a Fault. I'll give it to you one more time. How do you manage being loyal to a fault? I want to start out by identifying. I want to give you the Victor Young definition of what does it mean to be loyal to a fault. The Victor Young definition of being loyal to a fault is supporting an individual when it costs us far more than we will ever see in return. I'll give you some examples. But before I do that, I also want to give you another definition of the word fault right out of the dictionary. A fault is also defined as a crack, a large crack or fracture from betwixt two masses. Let's think about that for a minute. I want you to just stay with me for a minute. Clear your brain of everything else, and I want you to think about a fault, like the San Andreas Fault. A fault is also defined as a large crack or fracture from betwixt two masses. I'm not trying to be funny or cheeky with this. (laughs) I had to throw cheeky in there with a crack or fracture betwixt two masses. I had to use it. I know it was low. It was a gimme. Hey, you need those sometimes in, in the podcast world. It's a crack or fracture. That means someone's broken. Something is broken. Someone is broken. Something in their life is just not sticking. It's fractured. It's cracked. Betwixt two places. Broken heart, broken mind, broken spirit, broken wallet. Something's broken. And normally these individuals have broken some other people along the way. They've left a wake of chaos, destruction. I like to refer to these individuals as jack wagons. I'll give you an example of a jack wagon. A jack wagon could be, but not limited to, children, addicts of any kind, old friends that have had issues for years, and we have a soft spot for them because we knew them from the block. New friends, Lazy teammates on the field or at practice. For all you athletes out there, you know what I mean. The guy who's leaned up on the goalpost all the time, taking a knee all the time. The coaches, the coordinators are looking at him going, why is this dude always down on a knee? His helmet's always off. And you're thinking, put your helmet on. They're making cuts. And they don't get it until they get cut. Then you let them hang out with you. You try to give them a job doing something. Personal Uber driver. Assistant. They've got no skills in assisting in any way. You just keep them around. Stick them in the entourage somewhere. Could be a lazy performer in the studio. I used to hate that back in the music world. You get to the studio and the producer walks in and 
either not, they're not prepared or the artist walks in and they're supposed to know certain things and they don't. And the producers are just like, what's going on here? And they don't want to pay you for the extra studio time, but they weren't prepared. They're fractured. And we're loyal to these individuals to a fault because we allow them to come to our studios, play on our teams, work in our companies, live in our homes. The list goes on and on. It it could just be someone we genuinely want to help. It just may be someone we like who is going through a bad time and they have lost their way. They have lost their way. And since they've lost their way, they're just going to have your way now. Or my way. Hmm. Interesting. So we've we've established what being loyal to a fault, according to the Victor Young Dictionary, and also a fusion version from Webster and Dictionary.com. Cracker fracture. I kind of added the betwixt two masses. I just thought it would be funny to add that in there, but it's got to be something. It's got cracks. Got to be in something. A crack can't be between one place. Wouldn't be a crack. Fracture. Jeez, I'm accurate on this. Stay with me. So, we've identified these individuals: sons, daughters, aunts, uncles. That crazy uncle that you let come live with you for a week and. Three years later, he's still on the couch. Yeah. The first thing we need to realize is this. These individuals cost us more than we realize. The old saying, show me who you're with and I'll show you who you are. What does that mean? You ask Mr. Millennial. Show me who you're with. Translated. The people that you hang around, the people that you keep in your company, the people that you support, prop up, follow, interact with, engage with in a professional, personal, or romantic fashion will determine your perception of who I think you are. Got it? All right, great. Let's move on. So that means if I hang out with someone, work with someone, hire someone, retain someone, whatever it could be, people start attaching us together somehow. And trust me, I know that loyalty comes in many different ways. I've seen individuals vow to protect the sons and daughters of fallen individuals who have given their lives and sacrificed themselves to help their country, their communities, or even strangers. And so you feel a certain level of commitment to the children, dependents of these individuals. Children or even dependents. And I get it. And there's a lot of people in my life that I am loyal to. So this is not an anti-loyal podcast. If that's what you're looking for, you might want to shut it down now. I'm not going to help you corroborate that whole theory and how loyalty is not valuable because frankly it is but we can become loyal to a fault here's how that works 
It's okay to be loyal to individuals. These individuals who are physically, mentally, or emotionally broken, disabled, by medical definition, there's individuals that are physically, mentally, or emotionally, even spiritually, broken. And they need help. And sometimes that help may come in the form of just standing next to that individual and showing them that you are there for them. I get it. Loyalty shows itself in many different ways. Sometimes it's being loyal to an individual or a family or a group that is financially, economically broken. And it may take more time or money than anyone else is willing to provide for these individuals. And for whatever reason, we have a passion, we have a soft spot, a desire for these individuals to make it. And it happens. I get it. So for the purposes of of this podcast, we're going to focus on a very specific group of individuals. We're not going to focus on the wide scope of all the different people who we are loyal to on a daily basis, because frankly, I have causes and organizations that I have zero, zero expectation of a return from them. It's my blessing to be able to provide for them because they are near and dear to my heart and they help people. But we're going to talk about the individuals who are 100% well, able-bodied individuals who feel they deserve exceptional treatment from friends, family members, companies, etc. And this treatment should include reduced workloads, gifts, financial, chronological, any type of gift they could possibly get. It's all about them. And frankly, some of these individuals have never been taught differently. So trust me, it goes back to that loyalty. We dig in and we say, you know what? I am going to make sure little Jack becomes a man and learns about responsibility and accountability. And so we just decide, I'm going to get him off whatever he's on. I'm going to clean him up. I'm going to make sure he makes it to work on time. I'm going to make sure he shaves, showers, and all the other rhyming S's that go along with good hygiene. I'm going to make sure I make him the man I want him to become. Little Jack, I got your back. And that's a fact. And we make these commitments, and next thing you know, a month goes by. Then two months goes by, then a quarter, then six months, then a year, then two years, then three years, then five years. And we look back and all we see is a wake of chaos, destruction, and very poor and unpredictable behavior from little Jack, last name Wagon. Jack is costing us a lot more than just the financial and chronological investment that we are seeing and we are investing as a business person 
an entrepreneur, an executive, as a parent or leader, they're compromising our ability to lead the others around us unless we're able to hold these individuals accountable to a standard. Make sure you don't jeopardize your organization, your family, your finances, being loyal to an individual who is unwilling to grow and get better. I've learned that one the hard way. So I set a core group of rules and expectations for the individuals that I have chosen to be loyal to. Because frankly, there's no law that says I have to be loyal to anyone. For all you kids out there, teenagers, check this out. You're going to learn this when you're a parent one day. Technically, your parents don't have to buy you cell phones, the new Pumas, the new LeBron James, the new Jays, none of that. There's no law in the book saying a parent has to do any of that stuff. We do that type of stuff because we want to. Hmm. So one of the things we have to do is this. When we're going to take this risk and put our neck on the line, our reputation on the line, our finances on the line, our professional reputation our professional capital accounts with our investors, our personal relationships with other good, solid people that only surround themselves with other solid people. When we make that choice to put it all on the line for little Jack, make sure he understands there's responsibility that comes with that loyalty. Loyalty doesn't come for free for individuals that we simply choose to give that loyalty to. And again, if you're just joining me, keep in mind, there are individuals and organizations that we are just attached to. Maybe it's an organization that helped us when we were younger with grants or some type of financial aid to go to college or an organization that fought a certain disease that someone in our family or has been affected by. I'm not talking about all that stuff. Those things are the spiritual, emotional, community-based loyalties that aren't to be questioned at any point. They just are what they are. We are talking about the individuals who we continue to invest in who give us Limited or deferred return. What does that mean? Let me break it down. The individuals that we know up front, that if we put 10 weeks and $10 million into them, we might see 10 minutes and $10 back. But it's a choice we've made because we want to see that individual grow. So we have made a conscious decision to invest in this individual. These people must be held accountable to standards and requirements in order to maintain their position as our limited or deferred investment. We have got to say, look, I'm going to help you get to this next point. 
you need to be there in X amount of weeks, days, or months. Once you get there, if you're doing well and you succeed, I will do this for you for this many more days, weeks, or months. If you were able to reach that objective, then I will do this for the next amount of days, weeks, or months. We've got to set clear expectations of what we need these individuals to obtain, to find, to learn, to accomplish, to shake, whatever the circumstances may be. We've got to hold them accountable. If not, they will start to suck the life out of us. They will also trash our reputation professionally. They will begin to derail our thoughts and emotions on a spiritual level. I don't think there's no worse feeling. I mean, one of the most horrible feelings in the world is to feel like you're investing in someone while they're just taking and taking and taking. And then what makes it worse is if they're not even growing, at least if you're going to take from me, then grow and become someone special that can go out and help someone else. But you got to get better somewhere. And here's something else. Maybe you decide, Victor, I just don't want them to get better. I just don't want them to derail everything else I'm doing. I don't want them to smash the house and tear the house down. Then you've got to do this. If you're going to be loyal to a fault and you're going to take on the responsibility of shouldering this person up, putting the saddle on, putting them on your back and carrying them for as long and far as you can carry them, then at least you've got to make sure they stay in a neutral zone for you. Here's the neutral zone. For all you Star Trek fans, the neutral zone was this place where the Romulans and the Cleons and the USS Enterprise, the Starfleet commanders could go without any types of war madness. That was a neutral zone. So we've got to have this neutral zone in our lives that we require individuals to stay in. And in the neutral zone, they aren't allowed to take us backwards. They can't cost us our jobs. They can't cost us our relationships. They can't destroy our assets, our relationships with our children, relationships with our families. They're not allowed to damage, steal, or destroy anything in our lives. That's how the neutral zone works. So if you have these individuals in your life that you are being loyal to a fault to these individuals, and fault meaning there's a large crack or fracture betwixt two masses, those two masses could be their ears, or other areas, as long as there's a large crack betwixt it. Definition of a fault, by the way, in case you missed that earlier. We've got to keep these individuals from tearing the house down. You can't burn the house down, people. If I'm going to help you, and I'm making a conscious decision to put my neck out on the line, my wallet, my emotions, my finances, my wherewithal, my network, if I'm willing to put put it all out there for you, as a reward, you can't damage or destroy me. That's the rule. It's the new rule. Share it with everybody. You heard it first from the Daily Life Coach, 
Victor Young right here. The rule is, if I'm going to be loyal to a fault to you, you can't annihilate me along the way. You're no longer allowed. And you've got to accept the responsibility to grow. That's it. So we, we have to give them some, what you like call it? We, we, you know, we've got to give them some options. Because we just can't say, you're going to be a doctor just like me, and that's it. Because maybe they want to be a successful writer. Maybe they want to be a very successful military officer. Maybe they want to become a very successful, handsome car dealer. Maybe they want to become a great actor. We can't tell them what they have to do specifically, but we can require them to get better at something. That is extremely important. And whatever it is, we have to be engaged enough with it in order to help establish some type of benchmarks, progressions, and measurables in play to make sure the hard work and the investment that we're putting in is not just falling in the crack, in that fracture, in that fault. If we're able to do this, then once we're able to help that individual or organization get better, we've also taught them how to do the same thing along the way. Now they can go back and reinvest in someone else. We also get better at helping other people. So that means we're able to help more people, more organizations. And that's what it's all about. Continually paying it forward. If I spend my life, my entire life, trying to help one individual who's unwilling to make change, or I can take that same amount of time, energy, and effort and help a hundred people, and those hundred can go help another hundred. That is how we build communities. That is how we build organizations. That is how we build churches. That is how we build hospitals and missions and sports teams, and whatever else you want to call it, you build it by building the other individuals around us. I hope this episode of Being Loyal to a Fault has helped you at least begin to think. This episode is not going to solve your entire issue, dilemma, challenge that you have internally with being loyal to a fault to certain individuals. Sometimes we're loyal to a fault to individuals because we're trying to repair or we're trying to make up for a poor spot in our relationship. Some poor behavior, something that individuals are guilty of, something that we didn't buy someone, someone that we didn't say to someone, and we go through these processes of trying to be loyal to a fault while we're being dragged down the street getting payback and we stay loyal because we're unable to fix what happened in the past sometimes we might not even be able to fix it sometimes we just have to give our best apology our best repayment or reparations or some form of payback and we've got to be able to move on some people we just our loyalty just won't be enough because they've got to go through a process of hurt rebuilding, 
being inspired, finding motivation, finding their passion, finding direction. And sometimes our loyalty alone is not enough to get them there. So we have to be able to look beyond the relationship or the behavior or the experience that we feel has put us in this position we've got to be loyal beyond a point where we feel comfortable or we can afford to go with individuals. Now, with all that said and done, one of the most important things to be on the planet is having a few loyal people around me that I can trust, that I know when I look forward, they've got my back, they've got my sides, they've got me covered. And that's rare. And I work really hard for those individuals that are loyal to me because that loyalty is few and far between. There's not very many genuine people willing to invest in us in this world today. So if you have an individual who's got your back, who's willing to take a bullet for you, who's willing to jeopardize or risk their reputation, their financial future, their network, their personal relationships, their health, their wellness, whatever they're risking for you, stop taking them for granted. These people will not be in your life forever unless you allow them to be with you forever. If you chase them off, it's nobody's fault but your own. So don't let your emotions stand between the individuals who are willing to put it in for you, go to bat for you, fight for you, cry for you, work for you. These people are very valuable. So I want you to say thank you. If you've got no money, I want you to write them a handwritten card. Even if your signature, even if you write like a three-year-old, write them a handwritten letter, a card, even if it's just two words, thank you. I appreciate you. I see what you do for me. I know what you do for me. Just say something. Give them a sentence of appreciation. And if you don't, one day you'll look back and you'll ask yourself, why did I not appreciate one or some of the few individuals that were willing to go to bat for me. Don't regret it. Make it happen today. Don't tell them the daily life coach Victor Young told you to do it. It won't have as much effect. Oh, you can tell them. I kind of like my name being mentioned. You can make me viral in the household of jack wagons. I like it. He's the king of all jack wagons. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I've got to look into that. I, I hope you're understanding where I'm going with this. It's good to be loyal be careful being loyal to a fault. You've got to throw a few little caveats of growth and positivity around it. Not necessarily you've got to do X, Y, or Z. You can't put them in the box because I don't know how loyal that's being. But you can require them to be good to you, to be respectful to you. And maybe one day it grows into appreciation. But you just have to make sure they're not being destructive. That is how I manage being loyal to a fault when I know I am putting in a lot more than I'll ever see back in return. 
That is how I make sure I don't let my heart destroy my wallet and my home and my future and everything else that I've worked so so hard for. You've got to protect things. This is a way that you can start. This is a way that you can take those individuals who you've invested so much into and make sure you move them to the next level so they can become a catalyst and an investor and entrepreneurs and create startups for our country and become innovative and do all the things they want to do and all the things we need them to do to make this country and this world a better place to live. Thank you all for joining me. This is the end of this episode, How to Manage Being Loyal to a Fault. Thank you for joining me. Continue to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. You can follow us on Facebook or at the Victor Young on Instagram and Twitter. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.